0: Hey everyone it is Olive Q. I've been away (laughs) so I have my water and I have my vape and let's get into a life update. Oh my god that fucking rhymed. I don't know if you can tell but the quality is a little bit better I think probably. I don't have a headset but I did get a microphone. It's really cheap it was like I don't know $18 on Amazon. (laughs) But here we are and I have it I am in a surprisingly good mood I just talked to my sister my sister-in-law for quite a while and we were just going over a lot of things recently re-found out about Ellie and AJ oh my god I love them so much don't know how I forgot about them but I did and listening to rush and oh I had a video game, okay. So I had a Bratz game on the GameCube and that was one of the songs on there and I used to just listen to it constantly. Yeah, so I may sound like I'm out of breath. That's because your girl decided to smoke a couple of cigarettes and yeah. <laughs> I have bad lungs and here I am, decided to smoke some cigarettes and I know, trash mouth. (sighs) But anyway, let's get to the life update. I was at my mom's house for a while. I went over there December 18th. Didn't get back home until yesterday, which was the 8th? The 9th, I think, yeah. So, there's that. Ended up coming home early. I meant to spend an entire month at her house, but I came home early because there was a lot of drama over there. Oh my God. So much drama. My mom and her husband are just at each other's throats. Every single time I start recording, I have to fucking yawn. I even took a nap today because I thought it was because I was sleepy, but I guess it's just because I talk so much here. Whatever. But yeah, back to the drama. My mom and her husband and so much drama. So they have a huge bed and it's in like the biggest room in the house because it won't fit in any of the normal rooms. Which is crazy because it's a huge (laughs) The rooms are just that small in their new house. So one of the rooms with a door. And my mom was like, oh, we put this crappy bed in there. You can sleep in there. And I'm like, cool, I'll sleep in the room. So I slept in a room and has a door. And I mean, for the most part it was okay, but he would get in the bed with my mom and be telling her, if we were in a room, you know, we'd have, you know, relations. And my mom was like, it doesn't matter if we were in a room or not. We won't be doing anything because he's an impotent fuck. Anyway, so things started to escalate. He started getting more and more angry and I guess he didn't want me there I'm not sure it was never shown to me that he didn't want me there but um he just kept picking with my mom and picking 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 but then my mom is also fucking crazy so she'd pick back a little bit and all the time that I was there my mom really didn't do too much except for there were situations where he'd go in a room or in the bathroom and It would sound like he's on the phone. So my mom would be like. (laughs) Now my mom is a pretty mild mannered person. Unless somebody fucks with her. So she was like. Are you on the phone with that bitch? (laughs) And I was sitting in the kitchen. Helping her like prepare ingredients. Because she's about to make Salisbury steak. From scratch you know. And I'm just like oh my god. How about he just in there taking a leak. You know like calm down. So that happened. Situation happened when my mom's car broke down mm. after he had put antifreeze in it. <laughs> so I don't know if he put it in like the wrong spot or whatever. That happened. So the car broke down. And in case you guys don't know, like stimulus came out and they had to, my mom had to use hers and his to get the car fixed. So. He had the car fixed. This happened at the, the beginning of last year when the Samulus came out and the car had broke down then too. And a lot of work needed to get done on it. My mom actually put like a, an alarm on it, you know, stuff like that. And a self-starter. And he seemed to be okay with it because she uses the car to take him places. You know, like he can't drive right now because he did something weird where he ran into someone's car. In the same truck <laughs> like five years ago, so he has a demerit on his license or something. Whatever, I don't know. So he started picking with my mom about that, saying that he spent all his money on the uh, on the car. But I'm like, you pretty much get the car. You know, you're you, you don't go anywhere. First of all, <laughs> she takes you to everywhere that you need to go which that's probably something that my mom needs to work on also. So he starts fussing about that, whatever. Him and my mom get into it about it. And then everything is squashed. I'm, just, I'm cutting out a lot of stuff, to be honest. So I'm just going to jump right into the heart of things. <laughs> so whatever. my mom's like, okay, it's squashed. He seemed to be in an okay mood. Then he went to the bathroom and... um came back out, and was just fucking irate, (laughs) so, because my mom's in there, she's filling out paperwork, his paperwork, my brother's paperwork, my sister-in-law's paperwork, you know, she's filling out all this stuff, because she's, like, the person who does that in our family, so, she's filling all this stuff, and this dude is just having a, he comes out, and he's just having a fucking night, just, blah, 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 And I'm sitting there in the kitchen, you know, I just stayed in the kitchen after my mom went back in the living room because I just stayed in the kitchen. like, I don't know why the hell I stayed in the kitchen, but I did. So I'm in there and oh wait, I ate a a hamburger and then I just stayed in the kitchen. Anyway, so he's just in there, you know, going and going and mind you, two of my five brothers are in the house. And one of my brothers had already like hit him. He has a, um, what do you call it? A fake eye. <laughs> it's not funny. Olive, stop. He has a fake eye. And back then, this was quite a while ago, he was running his mouth, talking to my mom any kind of way in front of my brother. My brother punched him. <laughs> so... And I popped out. <laughs> I wish I was there. I didn't see it. I wasn't there. They had just dropped me off at home, and my brother hit him and popped his out. This is when my brother he was not quite right in the head at that point. He's doing he's doing a lot better now. But he 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 hit that man and that fucking thing popped out from what my mama told me. <laughs> And the problem there is that a cop was actually right there and saw it. So the cop pulls up and this fucking bitch, my mom's husband, decided to press charges on my brother and put a felony on him. I mean, I get it. He hit you, you know, but you were literally being verbally abusive. Like, who the fuck's going to sit there? And listen to that shit while you talk you talking to their mom you know like what the fuck but whatever ever since then you know i've gone off on them before you know pretty cut them up pretty bad with my words and my mom pressured me to apologize so i did and after that i usually just humor the man i'm like all right whatever so he's going off with my mom two of my brothers are in the house and he's standing in the in the walkway Leading, like because there's a dining room area well there's actually two dining rooms there's one that's a really big area and that's where my mom's bed is and there's one where you have a table and it's you know smaller so he's standing in a walkway in front of the room that I usually be in and he's just screaming 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 and looking into the into the, the living room where my little my youngest brother is and where my brother with the you know mental disorder is thinking that you know, He's gonna, they gonna run up on him or something. But my brothers are cool. They're all right, you know. My mama, we love her. We respect her. She asks us not to say anything to him anymore. We don't say shit to him anymore, except for that one time when my brother decided to get his panties in a wad and call, and he called him a faggot. Like, okay, (laughs) so. He's getting, he's all up in her face and he's just going and going and going. My mom starts saying, leave me alone. Just leave me alone. And I'm like, I know that tone. I know that tone. She is about to spaz the fuck out and rip this nigga dick off or something else about to happen. (laughs) So she's just like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm telling you to just leave me alone. So, he don't leave her alone. And then he gets in her face, and when he talks, he spits. So, now he's angry, and he's talking, 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 and spit flying everywhere. So, my mom's like, I'm going to call the police. And so he like, call him in, call him in. And I'm just in the kitchen like, oh, boy. She told me not to say nothing to this nigga, so I ain't saying nothing to this nigga. So, my mom calls the police. And I'm like, she called the police? Damn. I'm in the kitchen just like... <laughs> Just listening to this shit. So out of nowhere, you know, the police come. He runs, like my mom's husband, he runs and grabs his lease from the last place they were in and the current place that they're in. And I hear my mama in the living room and she's telling the police, well, I already called y- you guys before because he choked me. And I'm like taking aback, bag like this nigga did what? He choked you? When did he do that and why you didn't tell anybody? Okay, this nigga choked you. And she goes, oh, he, she's like, okay, he choked me. I already have a report on him. All you got to do is run his name and run my name. Whatever you got to do, it's there. So her husband goes, oh, she lying. She lying. Ain't nothing like that happened. Nothing like that happened. And I'm just sitting there like, "Mm." I remember her calling the police before, but she told me it was over some fucking gummy vitamins. (laughs) Well, he called the cops, not her. He called the police on her because she wouldn't get him his gummy vitamins or some weird shit. And it was because at the time he had just got his kidney transferred and my mama was the one taking care of everything, all his medicine and stuff for him. And he wanted to eat the gummy vitamins. (laughs) I don't know. This shit was funny. It was weird. But anyway, back to the story. So... My mom is over here, you know, telling the cops that she already has a report. She got this and that. Tried to choke me or actually choke me, you know. And I'm like, this little fucking midget choke my mom. Like, this dude is like 5'6 and my mom is a fucking goddess of a woman. Tall as hell. Fucking 5'11". <laughs> so, I'm short first of all but yeah my mama is a goddess of a woman and she let this little nigga choke her now we a long time ago we had we lived, we grew up in a place where my mama was abused we were abused me and my brother so we were beat and various other things happened. i've talked about it before and uh that nigga died last year. And I and I haven't felt one thing for him. Except for like, shit, that's funny. And that's my problem. <laughs> so, my mom tells the cops, oh, he choked me. I got a report. And he's like, oh, she lying. She lying. That ain't never happened. And then they run his name. And there's the fucking report right there. So, the other officer comes in. And he's like, oh, well, you know, he... <laughs> Say, like, oh, well, you already have a report. And that's a lie. Ain't no report. And then he breaks out his fucking lease and shows the officer. And the officer's like, okay, I get that you live here, you know, but she already has a report on you and I'm going to have to ask you to leave tonight. And I'm just sitting here in the kitchen like, oh my God, what would he tell him that for? My mama, husband start freaking the fuck out. You want me to leave my house? You want me to leave my house? This is where I pay rent. I pay rent. Mind you, this nigga is in Section Eight house. Pay like two hundred and seventy-five dollars or something like that. Out of and my my mom takes care of everything else. The food, the light, the gas. Only thing he pays is the rent. Which is 200 something dollars. The cable, which is pretty high, it's like 220 or something like that. And he buys a little bit of food. Mama takes the rest of the money. She uses her own food. She gives himself for his pocket, whatever. I know my mama's a little controlling. I don't know how to fix that. She's She'd be 50 next month. <laughs> so I get it. You know, she can be a little controlling, especially with the finances. My mom likes like to make sure things get done. But other than that, she's the one who buys the food. She makes sure this, that, everything is paid for. Nobody wants for anything in this house. She makes sure she gets him clothes. All this stuff that she makes sure she does for this ungrateful ass nigga. But he's over here fussing and going on and on and on about how the police making him leave his own house. His, <laughs> his own motherfucking house. And I was just sitting there in the kitchen like, wow, this shit is happening. Like, So the cops tell him, yes, sir, I'm telling you to leave. You have to leave for tonight. And my mom, she's in the front. He tries to run up in there and start fussing at her. And the cop is like, hey, you're going to have to stop that. You need to calm down. You have to leave for tonight and you're being recorded look sir you're being recorded like you have to go for tonight so he grabbed his shoes that my mama bought up his coat that my mama bought puts on the pants that my mama bought and a shirt that my mama bought okay i get it they're a married couple she's supposed to do this shit for him i think I don't know. I don't know how relationships go anymore. That's why I got dumped before. <laughs> so, yeah. He leaves the house. The po- well, actually gets escorted out of the house. And proceeds to call my mom all fucking night long. Phone calls, text messages. This nigga even called my phone at one point. And I'm just like, you think I'm going to answer? Like, what the fuck? No. So he's calling her and texting her and then my mom, the weak woman that she is, she's weak but also strong, but at the same time she's weak. And she answers the phone. He starts cussing her out. She hangs the phone up, calls, 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 calls. and Then she answers the fucking phone again. And I'm just sitting here like, why the fuck you keep answering the phone? So she answers the phone, says something to him. He says something back, hangs up on, and she's like, this is why we can't get nowhere. And I'm just like, man, what the fuck? So I'm like, all right, mom, well, it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go to sleep. Ended up getting up like every hour, every two hours or something like that. Well, hell, from one o'clock in the morning, I'd say I got up at like three. And she was woke and she was watching, I don't know why she loved Westerns, but she was watching Westerns. Doesn't matter if they're in color or black and white. So I get up and I see her awake and I'm like, oh my, how you doing? You know, I'm talking to her or whatever. And she's like, he's sending me messages, text messages, and he using emojis. He don't use no damn emojis. He with some woman. And I'm like, shit, my mama crazy. I see where I get it from. (laughs) So that's how that went. I laid down for like 30 minutes. Then I had to. Unbelievable urge to go and piss. So I got up and she's still awake. So I'm sitting down, you know, I, I go to the bathroom and I sit down and I'm talking to her. and this motherfucker comes in the back door at like four o'clock in the morning, talking about this is my fucking house. This is my house. I do what I want. This is my house. He comes back in and I'm like, this nigga ain't learned nothing. The police literally just escorted you out and you not coming back in here humble? Like not even an ounce okay, fuck, I guess this how we doing this now, so he comes in, there and you can hear him coming through the back door, and he tripping over shit, fussing, so I'm like, all right, fuck that, I'm like, mine, you deal with that, I'm going to bed, I <laughs> get in his bed, he coming out, he start arguing with her, and I'm like, and mind you, this fucking dude got put out the house at about nine o'clock, And he come back in at four o'clock in the morning and he still ain't learn a damn thing. He's still fucking irate. He's still going on and on and on and on. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Are you really fucking kidding me? Are you really doing this shit right now? It's almost five o'clock in the goddamn morning and you really still going on and on. Wow. So that's how that went. He leaves again, comes back. Now he's still pissed off. He's still upset. He's still hollering at my mama, you know, calms down a little bit. I don't fucking know. So he started going off about how he needs to get in uh, the room that I'm staying in. He needs to have that room. This is his motherfucking house. He needs to have a room. He bought himself, he bought himself a bed and a TV and it's going in that fucking room. This is the stuff that he's saying. So I'm like, I take offense to it. Cause I'm like, damn, I ain't did shit. So I started packing up my stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm about to go home then. So my sister-in-law messaged me and I messaged her back. Like, can you please take me home? These motherfuckers in here tweaking. So she's like, oh yeah, sure. I can take you home. She's like, you're going to give me some gas money because the car low. And I'm like, hell, you're going to give you some damn gas money. Like There ain't no reason for me not to. So I get her gas. I mean, I send it to her, you know, Zelle, whatever. And I get dressed and I'm like, all right, I'm about to go. So I come out the room and I packed up all my shit and I sit down next to my mom. I'm like, ma, you got to listen. You going to end up losing all your children just like he lost his because you won't make a decision. And she's sitting there scrolling on her phone looking like a damn annoying ass teenager. And I'm like, damn, ma, you're not listening to me. You got to fucking listen. She like, I am listening. I am listening. I'm like, no, you're not listening. And then my little baby brother in the front talking about, she always saying she listening and she don't do nothing about it. And I'm like, that she got a point, you know? So I'm like, Ma, listen, you're going to start losing your kids one by one. My first brother, he already don't talk to you. You know, he doesn't talk to you because you took... Your husband said, at least that's what he think, you know, when he was calling him a faggot. But I was like, look, I, I, you know, I made sure that there was no real heat coming. And I'm like, I told him that I'm the one who told you not to watch the kids, even though I know for a fucking fact, she ain't watching the damn kids because of her husband. So I'm sitting there like, well, you're going to lose your children. You're going to start losing us one by one. I've already told you that I'll give you $100 in my check you know, every month to go on your rent. Baby brother number uh, number three saying that he'll give you $100. Baby brother number four can't really get her $100 because he already lived with her. But the youngest brother, boom, said he gonna give you $100. Second brother, boom, said he'll give you $100. $400 to go towards your rent every fucking month. And she just like, not listening, not listening to a damn thing I said. And I'm like, Mom, you're gonna start losing your kids one by one because no, none of us are gonna sit here and watch you suffer like this. You didn't told us that we can't say nothing to this nigga. You didn't told us that we can't put this dude in a body bag. So what the fuck are we supposed to do? Just sit here and listen? Walk on fucking eggshells around this nigga, 24/7. Anytime we come around because we don't know when he's gonna fucking explode. No. We're all grown. This isn't how it was when you were married to the boy's daddy. No, we're going to say something. And if he don't like it then he don't fucking like it, what is he going to do? Swell up. Okay. Pop nigga. Like do what you got to do. <sighs> so I told her, I'm like, she like, you know, she points and like, I'm like, I don't care. If he in the kitchen. He can just listen. So I'm like, you're going to start losing your damn kids. You need to make a fucking choice. It's either your children or this nigga. So, yeah. So I tell her, I'm like, he'll realize that he ain't got nothing once you gone. He has nothing, and he gonna start going. I-, I had shit before I met all of y'all. I don't. You didn't have shit, brother. You were living in a fucking studio apartment with a twin size bed, a small refrigerator with rotten food in it, and a goddamn radio. Okay. That's what you had, and you had a child who was taking all your extra money that you weren't spending on drugs, on crack, fam. So that's how that went. And then I left because I was like, I'm not. I don't have to deal with this. This is not my house. Bye. Oh God, I thought this. I thought the freaking mic was on, and I'm like, no, just sit on that shit. Fuck. <laughs> But yeah. Other than that, i just been chilling. I've just been chilling. I stopped playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I asked my ex if he had another character on the server because, you know, he joined my gaslighting friends. Fucking like an FC. And uh, I was like, you got another character on the same server on Primal. And he did. So I gave him the free company and then I left it. And and you could tell he was starting to get a little antsy. He told me before that he he had accepted the fact that he may never talk to me or the gaslighting little bitch again. And I was like, all right. (laughs) So he's all like, oh, he tried to pay me back the gill that he owes me. And I was like, oh, no, cool. That's cool, man. You can keep it. I gave him my cherry trays because he liked them before, and uh, I was like, I mean, you can have them, and then he was like, oh, I mean, I really, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't like it the way uh, the gaslighter said that he was telling you all that stuff because he thought it could help you, and I was like, to my, you know, I said to myself, I'm like, you should have fuck saying it now, you should have said it then. And it's like, and then I told him, I'm like, look, I haven't told Star. <sighs> Whatever. I haven't told Star. So then His freaking game attack is Star. So anyway, I'm tired of saying gaslighting friend anyway. So I'm going to just say Star. <laughs> so I tell him, I'm like, look, I haven't told Star anything that I haven't told you. Like, that's the bottom line. I've been genuine with you ass from the start. And uh, either way... <sighs> That's, that's how I went and then uh, the last thing I left with him was um don't let somebody hold their friendship over your head as a threat to make you do what they want you to do what they want what the fuck is it don't let somebody hold their friendship above your head to make you do the stuff that they want you to do and he was like oh is that a is that a warning for something to come or is it for now? I'm like, you, and it, it bothers me because it's like, you know what the fuck I mean. You know exactly what I mean. Because when I talked to the both of them at one point, Star was like, I asked Star, I was like, why did you be, decide to come become friends with him again? And he's like, oh, well, cause he's changed. And I just asked him again. I was like, what do you mean? Why? Because I know what the fuck he's told me. You know? So it's like... (laughs) Really? You're friends with him again? Because he's changed? First of fucking all, I told you that he's changed and he's improved. Especially when it comes down to saying the things that he needs to say. So where the hell do you get off with this? Anyway, that's enough about that fucking idiot. So... I tell my ex, I'm like, yeah, this is this is how it is. So, yeah. So, I stopped playing Final Fantasy. I gave him the free company. He can do what he wants with it. I'm going to be gone for a while. I already took everything out of the house that I had because I'm like, I'm going to let it get demolished. Because I am not playing this game for a while. To be honest. I probably won't I don't I don't think I'll pick it up for quite some time. Um maybe not until the next expansion or something. Cuz it's just been a source of misery ever since I talked to that fucking dude Lola. Yeah. It's been one miserable thing after another. And when I was playing it by myself, I was having a I mean it was like sad because I didn't have anyone to talk to. I obviously started playing this game with my uncle. And some mutual friends. <sighs> <sighs> oh my god. Here we go with this fucking yawning. I I need to seriously like pause. In between. Or oh, whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped playing it. And. I mean I'm glad. That I stopped playing it. This way I can stop. Uh, overthinking. I do still play Genshin in- well I haven't played it like the past week or week and a half. So I haven't played in like the past week and a half. Like I have logged in, but that's about it. Anyway, I have logged in, but that's about it. But yeah, and sometimes I see them online. And when this stuff happened in Washington, D.C., um, we've, that shit, I'm not going to get political on here. But my ex does live in a pretty red state. It's funny that I'm like pretty red as if I'm saying how beautiful it is. But yeah, he lives in a pretty red state. His mom is a Trump supporter. Um, his granny is racist. <laughs> Anyway, so I did send him a message to check on him and make sure his family's doing it right. And it took him quite a while to get back to me. Uh, I didn't even know he had messaged because my phone was off. I had it charging on, like, my PlayStation. And I was like, fuck it. So, yeah, I had it charging on my PlayStation. I don't know, does anybody, do you guys hate that when I go... (laughs) And then sometimes I'm out of breath and I'm talking and you can hear me go. (laughs) But anyway, so I did send him a message and I was like, hey, I I wasn't sure if I should ask this or send this message, but I know you're in a pretty red state. So, you know, I just wanted to make sure you're okay and your family's okay. And he's all like, oh, yeah, everything's okay. I knew this was coming and. I've just been sick. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. If I yawn one more fucking time. <laughs> anyway, he's like, oh. I've just been sick and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, immediately. And I hate this about myself, you know. I'm immediately like, oh, well you know how are you what have you done to like help yourself he's like uh and i just i don't know i just started talking you know i just start i just wrote out you know everything that i was thinking about and how i was feeling about um you know being sick because i was sick before like that and i couldn't the way that he was describing that he was sick and i was like hopefully you know i don't know if i had corona but if I did have it, because I don't go anywhere, it came through the five G Wi Fi. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it came through the face. Got to come through the five G, because <laughs> that's a thing that people talk about. So, you know, I was just cracked a couple jokes and stuff, but he never replied. He never replied back, and um, I don't know. <laughs> you know, part of me is like. Oh, well, that sucks. You know? Like you could have at least like I get it, it was a long message. You know, but you could have at least replied and said, Yeah, well, I'm doing I'm doing this or I'm doing that or I'm feeling like blah blah blah. But whatever. That's okay. Yep. I yawned again. I tried to cut it off, but I don't think I moved fast enough. <laughs> yeah so other than that um, because of stress I had some body issues and then that's when I was out yesterday with my sister and I was like you know what I need a box of squares so or cigarettes and not everybody says squares I don't even know why they call it squares do they call it squares anywhere else other than Chicago but Yeah, so I picked up a box of Newport 100s, and um, the first cigarette, I've I've had four, and I do feel bad about it, because I was vaping and doing just fine, and I I hadn't had a cigarette in years, honestly. Probably, no, yeah, about four years, almost. And, um, because back then, I was at like a pack a day, and... I had asthma, and uh, yeah, and vaping, when I learned, when I started vaping, it was, um, it helped, you know, because cigarettes are bad for you kids, don't do them, ha, ha, ha. but yeah, but anyway, that first cigarette, it hit like, oh, it was like the best thing, because <laughs> When it hit, I felt that shit throughout my entire, bo- my freaking body to the point that I was kind of horny. I was like, damn, this is, Ooh, this is fucking good. But yeah, I did have a cigarette that night and then I had another one and then I had one today and then I had one. No, I've had two today. And in all honesty, I kind of want to have another one. Um. And because I'm grown, I might actually have one, <laughs> but I have been having issues breathing, so that's what you guys can hear. But yeah, that's basically the life updates. I didn't get anything for Christmas. Oh no, I did get something for Christmas. My mama gave me a hat and scarf, which is really, really soft. But because my hair is natural, I really don't want put... to. <laughs> I really don't want to put it on my head, so I've been reluctant, cause I don't have time for my fucking edges falling out at all so I've used a scarf and then my brother my baby brother the youngest one gave me a pair of socks (laughs) like out of a. he gave me a pair of socks out of his bag of socks and I was just like is this a Christmas present (laughs) and then my brother my second brother he gave me a bag with a lot of perfumes in it and Um, this foot scrub thing with some soft socks in it, and I'm like, all right, look at you! And a five dollar gift card to Walmart, (laughs) but yeah, that's how that went. Oh, after the break, we're going to talk about some anime, so look forward to that, or you can just completely skip this (laughs) and just go straight to the anime section. Because we're going to talk about some anime. And it's going to be really, really good. Because. Okay, I'm not going to get into it this segment. But after the break. We're getting into some anime. So I'll see you guys then. Okay. Welcome back guys. This is Olive Q. I hope you listened to the sponsor. (laughs) Give me a little sense. Because that's basically all it does. Anyway. Let's talk anime okay okay we're gonna talk anime so i just watched this adorable little anime called tonikawa fly me to the moon or you can call it um over the moon for you oh my god they're fucking adorable it's okay it's like watching two little retarded kids okay that's that's probably mean but like it's why it's like watching two little retarded kids like work their way around love and uh, it's not realistic at all so if you want to watch something that's a bit more realistic then try watching lovely complex okay that one is really good so it's about these two the main characters are this is one girl who seems to be indestructible because she saves this dude. Oh my God, spoiler. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a minute or something in, but yeah, spoiler. So she saves this this adorable little boy because uh, he's about to get hit by a car or a truck, rather. A truck striking again. And instead of him being killed and sent to another world, uh, Yeah. <laughs> So she says she basically takes most of the the impact from the car. And my uncle was telling me about this and I thought it was hilarious, but he was dead ass. And you get, he, she gets hit by, they get hit by the car, like the truck, both of them. And she's all like, oh, we'll never meet again. And like, oh, you, you're dying, blah, 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 or something. So she walks away. And this dude was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. She's probably the most beautiful girl in the entire world. I've never seen someone like her. And this nigga jumps up. (laughs) So he jumps up and he finds her. Like, mind you, he just got hit by a truck. Okay, so he jumps up and he finds her. And she's like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just wanted to see you. And, uh... I just thought you were something I can't quite remember I think did he tell her she was beautiful I think so and she tells him like you I'm gonna go and I'm gonna call an ambulance or whatever for you because you're hurt pretty badly and he tries to stand up and go after her he's like oh if she walks away I'm probably never I'm never gonna see her again so he stands up and he falls to his knees and hands, obviously, and she's like, "Look, both of your legs are broken. <laughs> both of your legs are broken, and you've you've lost a lot of blood, and he's starting to black out, and she starts walking away to go get the ambulance or whatever. I know I say, or whatever a lot, okay, don't judge me <laughs> or do that's your prerogative. so this man get the strength." the fucking strength okay I don't know if he got it from the gods whoever the hell he got it from this man gets up on two broken legs and professes his love for her and she's all like well he's like can you will you go out with me mind you this is like okay so I believe he's yeah he's in middle school when he meets her and he's like will you go out with me and she's like yeah we can go out but only if you'll marry me and I was like I was like, "Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and um, he goes throughout his life, I think two years. He supposedly went to high school. But he was just so smitten by her. Obviously, he couldn't function. He just couldn't. He just couldn't, you know, function. But so two years go by and... She just shows up at this man's door <laughs> with a marriage license. And I'm just like, a me, Okay. Oh, that's a little strange. But he goes along with it. And I'm like, okay, I guess they're doing this. Cool. Okay. And then it proceeds to go from there into the cutest little relationship. <laughs> so they're married. And he's like trying to make sure that you know he's like skeptical a little bit it's like why does she even like me like why does she love me why does she want to be with me you know like that's normal to think about because this girl just popped up out of nowhere in two years and now she's like oh we're getting married that's strange (laughs) obviously so yeah he goes through his time and then she goes through her mind and stuff and they're just blossoming into like the cutest little idiot couple and when they finally kissed the first time around I was like this is so (laughs) really oh geez so that was adorable and I was like okay I can appreciate that and I eventually had quite a few more scenes where they kiss and stuff and then there was one scene where he's going down her neck and I was like "Ooh." (laughs) She stopped him because, you know, I don't know, really. I don't know why she stopped him, to be honest, but she stopped him. Oh, wait. I think she said he was sick. Yeah, he was sick. And Like, you, you didn't have to stop him. Like, apparently you're indestructible and you doesn't get sick or something because that's what she said. And I have no idea what she is, but their story, in the beginning, it kind of reminded me of... Uh, this is open, this old Japanese folktale, I believe, of the girl on the moon or the girl and the guy who was separated by the moon or something. And she can only see him or they can only see each other like once a year doing like Tanabata. And I th- hope to God that I didn't just fuck up that story. <laughs> but yeah. And it, it just what kind of reminded me of a little bit in the beginning. And can we talk about the opening? That shit ain't got no business being as fucking good as it is. Okay? Because it is so good. It starts off all cute and shit. And then it just ramps up. And then it ramps up all the way. And then it's like, you know, like really good. It's like, Whoa. You know, start doing the shoot. I'm too fast for that. But still, if I could, I would. (laughs) Like, it's just that good. And yeah, I just finished that off today. And now I'm waiting for Jujutsu Kaisen to fucking update eventually. I don't know when it's going to. Because, you know, in Japan around this year, they have like, I don't know, Golden Week and stuff. And, um, it seems like around that time, like, anime just kind of cease for a bit. And that's a thing. So I'm just waiting for it, because there's supposed to be an episode 14 of Jujutsu Kaisen, and I'm waiting, and I'm just like, it's taking so long. I want to watch it. I want to watch it now. Like some type of weird drug addict. It's like, I need it. I need it. And yeah, I just tried to, speaking of, okay, let's get on to another anime that I just tried to watch. It came out a while ago. It's called Island. And I can't, I made it past the first episode, but I just don't like it at all. And I'm not sure why. I'll probably give it another chance. Maybe I should watch it in Japanese. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really strained my eyesight trying to watch Tonikawa. So maybe I'll just continue watching it in Japanese. I mean in English, not Japanese. God damn it. In English. But yeah, Island. It just seems kind of... Hold on. My controller died. Oh fuck. It just seems kind of all over the place. And I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. It kind of gives me early When They Cry... Um vibes, um nonaku kudoni, whatever. I don't. I had this. I knew this. Jap. This. He wasn't Japanese. That is a weird weeb who legitimately learned Japanese, and I was like, that is appreciated because you learned how to speak Japanese, and it wasn't for just weeb shit, you know. So yeah, that was cool. I yeah I don't know if I'm gonna watch it though I really need some suggestions for anime like to watch because I feel like i've I've narrowed down my i don't know i've'cause before when I first started like really getting into anime I would watch anything any fucking thing. <laughs> And enjoyed it. Even if I didn't understand what the hell was going on. I enjoyed it. Like, there was this one anime that I came across. And I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. It was about these... Okay, so I looked it up. It's called Fantastic Children. And it was such a strange anime. And um, I I had no idea, like, what I was watching. I just knew that I wanted to watch it, <laughs> so I watched it, and I I enjoyed it. Like what I remember is that I did enjoy it. So yeah, and it's a fa- it's Fantastic Children, and it says on Wikipedia is a Japanese animated television show created by Takashi Nakamura and produced by Ni- Nippon Nippon. Animation. It first aired in Japan across TV Tokyo between October 4th, 2004 and March 28th, 2005, totaling 25 episodes. There was an extended ending special released only on DVD, which obviously I did not see. I honestly wish I could find a proper synopsis. Oh, wait, here we go. Plot. That's long. Okay. So the plot of Fantastic Children is the series opens with the introduction of a group of white-haired children known as the beef... What the fuck? You know what? Screw the synopsis. Either way, it was some white-haired kids and they, had, they did some sh- weird shit. Like, um... They did weird shit. So they would somehow implant their DNA into other children and when those children would grow, they would, they would get the memories of the, the past children or the white haired children and uh, that shit was strange. And they were, I don't remember what their mission was. I should have read the synopsis before I started talking about it. But I enjoyed it. Fantastic Children. (laughs) There was another anime that I watched around the time that I, see here I go. Can I just finish? I'm going to finish this thought about Fantastic Children. And then I'm going to go on to the next anime that I can't remember the name of right now. It was a pretty. It was an older anime, so Fantastic Children. She kind of blew my mind a little bit. It bothered me, and because I liked them so much with their white hair, I ended up watching Ju On Se. That shit broke my heart. But anyway, so Fantastic Children. Um, I wish I could remember exactly everything that went on in it, but I can't. And one day I'll get better at talking about anime (laughs) because I'm not very good at it. And I'm not a very descriptive person when it comes down to stuff like this. I I never do things justice when I'm, unless I'm telling a story about my life or something or somebody's business, (laughs) I'm not very good at it, but I will get better. So bear with me. Anyway, I can't quite remember anything about Fantastic Children, but that was one of the first anime that I watched that was completely out of the, you know, shounen anime, like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. That I was like, What? That could be different genres other than action? Holy cow! But yeah. Um, There's an, okay, so there's an anime called Shingu that I love well loved I don't know if it'll hold up now if I can watch it now and still love it the same way but Shingu was something that I held dear to my heart and I've watched it over and over again and it was about this town that had these these children in it who had powers and they fought these aliens that would come to the planet, I think specifically to that town. And um, they would form this thing called Shingu, like all the children. And it was like a, a fucking mech. <laughs> so this is, yeah, I think this is probably like my first introduction to mechs. Well, no, not really, because that was uh, Zoids and Gundam. Like way back before that. But this is probably like the only time I really liked freaking Gundams. Or not Gundams. Like mechs. So it was like this mech thing. But they were they were like kind of spirity inside of it. And the leader of them was this girl who had like anger issues. So it's like my first time running into the twin tail anger issue girl. Damn that is also a lie. No. First time running into the twin tail anger issue having girl was freaking neon genesis evangelion like I'm sitting here and I'm saying this stuff and then it's coming back to me like fuck that's right no I watched that (laughs) but yeah so she was this twin tailed girl who who was just angry because she knew what she was doing I guess she just had that type of attitude like I'm here to protect this freaking town from these aliens and I am the leader So whatever, and then there was this character who popped up and he was like, he's one of the main characters, but he, he wore an old time Japanese schoolboy outfit, like all the time. And they were going to a school where you didn't have to wear a uniform. So he stood out and he was like really attractive and like girls liked him a bit, but he was a quiet guy. And his name was Murio. I don't know why I can't remember anybody else's name, but I remember his in <laughs> <And> Shingo. <laughs> so he was like he was really powerful, super strong. There was this one dude who took offense to his like existence and always wanted to fight him. So they did have a fight at one point. And I can't remember who won. I don't know if it was a tie or if somebody broke them up. Yeah, so I think I caught it, my yawn, but I don't know if somebody broke that up, but I'm um, pretty sure they did, probably. I don't know. But yeah, that was this dude who took offense to his existence, and he always wanted to fight him, but Mario was like, I'm just here to like help with the, the aliens and just chill. <laughs> and Oh! I remember his, this normal ass kid, his name was Hajime, he somehow got like, wrapped up in all of this stuff, and there was a point, I think it was around the end of the anime, where um, the leader girl, she was like, being pulled into like, unconsciousness by like, the Shingu, or by another something else, I can't quite remember what happened, but she was being pulled into her unconsciousness and Hachime saved her with the help of Mario, And it was like so cute. And I'm like, I hope they get together. But then there was no, see anime back in the day, a lot of times there was no like fast forward, you know, into the future, anything like that. No time skips like that at the end to like show you that this person y'all <sighs> I don't know what to do about these Johns but anyway there's nothing like oh this person ended up with that person but they did have like 24 episode anime and that I appreciated. nowadays you're lucky to get like a second season (laughs) and it's only everything is like 12 episodes sometimes things are like 24 episodes but then it's like a lot of weird ass filler in there and sometimes it's not even filler and it's true to the manga or the light novel and it's like it still feels like filler because it's just that fucking boring like which sucks. And there's really nothing that can be done about it. Cause it's not like we can, a lot of times it's not like you can read the source material because it's not translated into your language. And I hate that. There's an anime called black blood brothers that I fucking adore. Okay. I adore it. I can't remember their names right now, but I love that. anime. <laughs> It's about vampires and bloodlines and and Kulong children who are vampires that don't belong to a clan and they are kind of just ravenous. And then there's the main characters, this vampire and a red, he's in decked out in all red from head to toe. Then there's his little brother Kotaro, I remember his fucking name, I don't know why but I did. He's from like one of the eldest bloodlines, and um, he's the only one in his his you know bloodline, I guess. And um, the whole reason the main character is taking care of him is because when he was a vampire before before he ended up dying or whatever happened that made him become being reborn as a little boy. Him and her lovers and he was a soldier in the Japanese I don't know if it was like the army or the navy but he was a soldier and they fell in love and oh that's right I remember now his name was Jiro Muchizuki so she fell in love with saying his name she just loved saying his name and it was so effing cute The situation happened where she ended up turning him into a vampire, and that was also this bitch that was taking that was like her protector, too. And she just got jealous of their relationship, which you know kind of sucks, but it happens, I guess. So Jiro and Kotaro they come to this sanctuary city for vampires where you need to have permission from the leader of the city in order to come in there. And they get in there and they meet I think her what's her name? Mimiko? Mimiko, what was her name? I can't remember what her name is. But they meet her and she's like their handler. She takes care of like their everyday paperwork and stuff like that and, and sets them up in an apartment and all of that. And oh their relationship is so cute because she takes care of Kozaro and all this stuff happens. And there's a situation where Jiro has lost a lot of blood and he needs oh, what's her name, Imakel? I don't know. He needs blood. So in this in the show, getting your blood sucked is kinda addicting because yeah, you know, gets so tingly. <laughs> It's such a child sometimes. So it kind of makes you horny and feels like an orgasm or something happening. I don't know. So he ends up needing to suck her blood. She dives in and she's like, she grabs him and he sucks her blood. You know, he bites her neck, sucks her blood, and it's kind of arousing to a degree because it's like, whoa. Okay. That's cool. <sighs> And you meet this, there's this one character in there that I was obsessed with for a little while. I had a tendency to marry anime characters on Facebook. Don't at me, okay? (laughs) So I can't remember his name right now, but he used fire and he was so sexy and I just loved his English voice. Oh, damn, I can't remember his name that's a problem for me that's my problem i need to do something about my brain he's really he's really attractive i'm sorry i keep talking about this character but he is so hot i would love for him to bite me why i'm a weeb anyway back to the story so he needs to suck mimiko's blood i think her name is mimiko like i'm sorry i know that's like the third time i said that but i really do think her name is (laughs) mimiko I know it wasn't Momoko, that's current shit, but yeah. So he sucks her blood, and he comes out of the water, and he, she's all, like, out of breath and and knocked out, and I'm like, ooh, child. I wonder if that's what it's like after a good night of fucking, because I don't know. So that was interesting. He fights the enemies and he wins and I'm like, alright, that's cool. And uh Yeah. They go through a lot of that. They end up fighting with they end up fighting a lot of Kulong children. And the whole reason that they made this this Sanctuary City in the first place is because this uh what was it a Kulong King or something like that? And he created all these bastard as vampires who were just ravenous beings and then they all fought, uh, they fought it. They fought them and uh, they end up creating the city where, um, vampires and humans can live together, which is really nice. And no Kulung children are allowed in it. So there's that. And then something else happens where there's another huge fight and, I do believe he had to suck Mimiko's blood again. This time she was backed up against the table and I was just like, lucky. <laughs> so I don't watch hentai anymore because I started saying these motherfuckers were lucky and it's like 12 tentacles going into every orifice. <laughs> so anyway, they have another big ass fight and then it ends when Mimiko, Kotaro, and Jiro all living in the same house. And because he sucked her blood so much, he can like talk to her telepathically. And I'm just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? He can hear her thoughts and stuff, which is funny. And then it ends and I was sitting there thinking like, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a season two. <laughs> oh my God, I'm waiting for it. And I'm waiting. And then I find out that uh, there's no season two happening. And the light novels are finished, but they're not translated into English. And I've been looking and looking and looking and looking for years now. I even reached out to a translating company and was like, are you guys interested in like translating um Black Blood Brothers? Like it's a complete series. <laughs> and I do believe it was Bookwalker. That's a message too. The fact that it even replied to me was cool. <laughs> it was cool enough. And uh. I haven't seen anything about it. I did look and try to find it. <laughs> like I'm like can I read it illegally? Somewhere? Did anybody translate this? The funny thing is I did find like chapters 1 through like 4. But chapters 1 through 4 already, is already covered in the anime. So what the fuck translate the rest of it <laughs> please I really want to know what happens and then I did meet someone uh on the internet at one point because I was re-watching it because I'm that type of person fuck I'm gonna rewatch it after I'm done talking oh I love that anime <laughs> so I might rewatch it like in the current in, like in the next week or something but I do love it And I did talk to someone and I was like, oh, like, I didn't ask them how it ended. I just asked, I was like, don't give me any spoilers. And I just want to know, does, does Mimiko become something better than she already is? And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, what happens? I want to know what happens, but I'm not going to ask for it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it'd be more satisfying. If I eventually find out, like, god damn, it's been years. (laughs) Oh, man. I really want to, I really want to know. Hell, once I'm done recording tonight, I'm probably going to go and (laughs) and look up and see if, uh, if the light novels have been translated. Because, come on. I desperately want to know. Like, I haven't been reading lately because of my eyesight. And I have like so many fucking books that I need to read. I even just bought a new one. Hold on. Let me get this book and tell y'all what it's called. Okay. So I bought this book called How the King of Elfheim Learns to Hate Stories. And it's a story about Holly Black. It's a pretty thin book. I went to Target. I don't go to Target. I don't shop at Target, first of all. I am a Walmart basic bitch. Excuse me. But yeah, I saw it. And it just spoke to me. I love, I love elves. I absolutely do. So when I saw all these different elves on the front of the book, I was like, yo, you're coming home with me. It's a pretty thin book. And then when I looked in it, I just shuffled through the pages and I'm like, holy fuck, this book is beautiful. And I don't know if this is a children's book or not, but I'm going to fucking read it. Because when... I want to read something if I want to watch an anime that's not translated in English I will fucking suffer to to see it okay so I may I may read oh my god look at this Jesus Christ oh, those are beautiful <laughs> the art in this book is beautiful so I'm gonna read this I went to Target yesterday and I'm gonna read this book so thankfully it's a small it's a short book it's pretty pretty small so I'm going to read this and I was going to watch some more anime. I have to I got to rewatch Re:Zero from the beginning. Thankfully season 2 is complete. So I need to watch that. Anyway, hopefully this wasn't like bad. I mean, my rambling on about anime, <laughs> not knowing exactly or remembering exactly the um the stories, but that's how it be with me, okay? <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the bottleneck podcast. This is Olive Q signing out. <laughs>